0: Welcome to an interview with The Outlaw, Michael Thompson and I have a very special guest today. Live from Las Vegas, Nevada, of all places. Of course, if you're here in Missouri, they have a town called Nevada, which I don't completely understand. But anyway, we have Zeke Sadiq from Las Vegas, Nevada, and he is a rapper, a musician, a technician. So, uh, welcome to the show, Zeke. Hey, great to be here. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show. So uh, the first thing, I'm going to hit you hard because we got like 30 minutes to tell all the Outlaw fans all about you. So tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into uh, the career and the rapping that you're into.
1: Well, you know, I I, uh, was just a teenager just dabbling with it at some point. My friends got me to smoking cannabis and, and freestyling and uh it seemed to be something that people like to hear from me so i actually started uh putting some uh, music together when i was uh in my 20s and uh, i've been doing it for uh, a solid 15 years now um you know publishing music and and uh Running my my own music and managing myself as a performing artist as well.
0: Now, with with all that and your your background with that, did you go to music school or anything like that, or how did you start? I mean, how does a person like um, I guess because rap music is kind of a it's kind of a talent and an art uh, for rap. I'm not the biggest rap fan. I mean, I don't have anything against rap music. The only thing I have kind of against it seems to have, like, a lot of cuss words and stuff like that in it, which I'm not really into, what I'm not really into. But uh, there is some really good, you know, rap artists and stuff out there. So, like, who are some of your inspirations and and stuff for your music?
1: So, funny enough, um, I've actually gone through phases where I don't cuss at all uh, and then you know here and there I'll, I'll feel like I want to you know do a harder track or emotionally that's just how I'm feeling is more raw um, I, I kind of really took a spiritual and conscious route um, I'm a Hare Krishna uh, so that, that really influences uh, my music I, I basically talk about a lot of Vedic knowledge, or people would know it as, like, Hinduism, um, I also study (laughs) Chinese martial arts, so I've learned a lot of, like, Buddhism and Taoism, and, and I'm really just open to general, you know, mysticism for, for religion, so I, I kind of include that in, in all of my music, and, uh, I have kids as well, so, you know, I, I like knowing that, I could do a show, you know, that's kid-friendly or uh, things of that nature at a family-friendly event. Well,
0: that's- as
1: far as getting into it, I did go to school for audio engineering. Uh, I had already been working on my own music, but I really just wanted to kind of take everything up to a, a professional level. And uh, I feel like I made the right choice. It it helped me with a lot of connections, a lot of knowledge. And uh, I've had the chance to work at other music studios and learn from other engineers directly. And, uh, you know, it's definitely a passion. And and I love the process of even having other artists come in and work from scratch and and then having the end product. And they're usually really happy, like, Wow, my my idea came to
0: life. Now, let me ask a question on that, then. So do you uh, have your own studio there in Las Vegas? I
1: technically have a home studio.
0: Oh, so do you you actually record and burn, like, uh, CDs and music for other people as well?
1: I can. I I have that potential, uh, of course... At this point in time, the, the majority of, of the job is done digitally in, in the box is what they call it in the audio world. So you just uh, do ev- everything in the computer and then export everything and distribute it digitally. Um, of course, we, we could uh, burn CDs or, or things of that nature if uh, if needed. I, I had a, a client Last year, he was an older, hippie type of gentleman, and, and I actually uh, mastered a, a new age kind of project for him, and uh, I had to put it on onto CD for him to be able to, you know, listen to it and everything.
0: That's really cool. So you, you help some other local artists around you and artists around the world, too. Have you, uh, just out of curiosity, do you usually work alone, or do you have like a band, or
1: I've been part of a few different groups. Uh, I have like a trio called Grey Jedi. And uh, I'm also a member of of this uh, loosely uh, affiliated group called called Wise Guy Collective. Basically, we just kind of collaborate together. Um, And we do have a a mixtape that's going to be coming out soon, Wise Guy Mixtape. But aside from that, I, I primarily work alone. I, I have a lot of female artist right now that I'm working with and kind of cultivating her as, as an artist. She's going to be under my label. Uh, her name is Lana Lotus, and she sings and raps, and we're also going to be doing, like, some uh, mantra hip-hop type of stuff, uh you know, focusing on, on that uh Vedic culture, the Hare Krishna influence.
0: Well we'll have to get her on the next interview then, if that's all right with you. Definitely. Or uh, are, are you sure both both it. can come on again? I'd invite you both to come on because I, I think this is a really interesting uh, topic. Now you're you're talking about uh some of the religious background there. Uh some people may not know what that is, so can you kind of explain it a little bit more?
1: Yeah, so the Hare Krishna philosophy is really based in what's called bhakti yoga, which is the uh, yoga, or can also mean religion or method, just the system of, of reconnecting to the divine. Uh, but this, this specific method is the yoga of love and devotion, which is bhakti. So everything that we do we hope to infuse it with this idea of love and and devotion in in general focused on the divine but also honoring one another as humanity as living beings Uh, we are vegetarian and and that is part of the the religious idea a lot of it really comes from the words of Krishna uh, from Bhagavad Gita, which is a scripture that, that was originally spoken 5,000 years ago during a war, a huge war in, in India.
0: That is really interesting. I, I don't really know much of the background from that, but hearing that from you uh, really piques my interest in it. And I'm glad that you can take something like that and base some some music. And, and Music is just so inspirational, and it's, it's so amazing to me, like, how different people interpret different musics. Now, I do know uh, that we, you come from a familiar place. Like I said, you're, you're in that Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada. And I actually used to uh, be in Las Vegas myself. I actually uh, used to work there at the uh, MGM. and uh, Nice. Um, I also did some, a small stint around ballies uh, and stuff like that. Um, so being in Las Vegas, do you uh, do you do sh- local shows in Las Vegas, Nevada? And if you do, uh, is there somewhere that people could come check you out if they wanted to?
1: Yeah, you know, uh, I actually went to Reno for like two years during the whole COVID thing. So I, I performed more in, in Reno recently, uh, but I am looking to get active in in the Vegas scene that way again soon. Um, but there are definitely local venues where, uh, even friends of mine who who are artists are performing tonight. Uh, there, there's an artist called known as Ritz who's, uh, coming out. He's a underground hip hop artist. And my friend Priscilla peaceful is going to be opening up for him. And, uh, so, so the scene is definitely active, and, and I've done shows around town, definitely. I just kind of uh, am working on, on some of my projects right now so that I have some newer material to step into the local scene with again.
0: And now, uh, do you have a website or anything like that, or can people find you, like, on YouTube?
1: Yeah, I'm on YouTube, on Spotify, iTunes, uh basically all, all the major platforms and then I have all the social media, um, e- pretty much everywhere. It's Zeke Sadiq, which is Z-E-K-E-S-A-A-D-I-Q. Um, on Facebook, I, I, have like my legal last name, which is technically where Sadiq comes from. It's Sadie Kennedy, Z-E-K-E, Sadie Kennedy. Um, and basically, I, I just kind of took the, the Sadie and, and the K from Kennedy and, and made it Sadiq, which in Arabic means uh, truthful and honest. And, and really, that's the goal of my music. Even when I stray from uh, you know strictly conscious or, or spiritual topics, I still aspire to really be truthful, even if it's uh, a rawness of, of my own emotions or things of that nature.
0: Now, are you a family man, single, or should I put that out there in the world? <laughs> <laughs> I'm engaged. <laughs> so is is that, uh, I know with like uh, musicians and stuff like that, so so let me ask you from an a interesting perspective, just because I, I, I know this doesn't come up with me as much because I do radio hosting and stuff like that, but I'm sure in the music scene, there does that create some issues like with a, uh, like relationships and stuff like that, or does that make it more difficult?
1: I think it can. Um, I honestly feel like I partially lost a a relationship uh, in the past when I had really started getting more serious. Um, The person I was with, I I don't think they expected that from me. I, I think they wanted me to treat it more as like a hobby and uh, I do, I, or I have set rules for myself in the past as well on, uh, you know, not dating like female artists in, in the local community and things like that, because uh, it can cause problems, you know, especially if uh, you want to be professional it it's it's better to just keep things professional and and not mix it romantically on on any kind of level
0: yeah so, those uh, those romantic yeah. interludes can yeah get quite complicated, i could imagine yes <laughs> well so um tell us i i wanna go down like um maybe pick like um uh, like what's something like a uh, uh, some of your soundtracks or some of the names of your song if people would uh, you said you're like on YouTube and Spotify and stuff like that. So if they went there, what would be like one of the things that you would recommend them listening to? Uh,
1: definitely my personal theme song that, that I made, which is one of my top played songs. is called Thuggy. It's T H U G G E E, and uh, you know it basically comes from from like the idea of the of the villains in, in uh, like Indiana Jones and the temple of doom. <laughs> so they, they were the the thuggies and uh, these were real people in, in India, you know, uh, I think a couple hundred years ago or something. And they, they were a little bit dark in, in their uh, spiritual practices, but, um, At the time, it was just something that I I was really relating to and kind of opening myself up to. And uh, just even pondering those uh, ideas just kind of made me want to make that song. So, whereas the Thuggies would like sacrifice a person to to Mother Callie, like I I felt like I was myself the sacrifice and the song was like my sacrifice. So I kind of, Put it out in, in that kind of way. And uh, I, I, I feel like that song had, has had a really great reception. So I would definitely tell people to look up Thuggy.
0: Well, that sounds really interesting. I'm going to have to look it up after we get off on the podcast and take a look, listen to it to myself. I thought about maybe putting you on the spot, but I don't know if you'd want me to or not. Sure. All right. If I put you on the spot, what kind of rap could you come up for The Outlaw
1: here? Just so, uh, like, any kind of rap?
0: <laughs> sure. Give, give it your best shot live on the radio. I don't know. Will you come on the interview with The Outlaw, Michael yeah. Thompson? You just, you never know what's going to happen for me. But I, I just had this incredible weird thought at the moment. I don't know if you can do something spur of the moment or not. It doesn't have to be long or anything like that. I I can uh, We're going to promote you live right here on the podcast. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Uh, Let me see. Live, freestyling, coming off the dome. The next words might be unknown, but I'm still sitting in my throne. I really know that this moment I do own. The whole style could be in the zone, but I'm really... uh, just kicking it down or down. I really got to let myself be up from the underground. I kick it down with the sound. And, you know, I got to put it down um, in the space with the outlaw. And I got to shout it out. And this is what I got for y'all.
0: And peace, I'm really out. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Just let you guys know, that is totally going to be, like, branded to uh, Zeke here in the outlaw. But that's pretty cool. Thanks for doing that, Zeke. That was really awesome. I I I didn't know if I you would go for it or not, but I thought that's really cool. I've I've, I've I'm 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 like all out into uh, all kinds of stuff like that. So that was just really awesome. I have to say, really appreciate that from the outlaw. So uh, I'm course. trying to uh, find some other things that we could talk about now. You, you mentioned you were in Reno also. Um, so another place that I'm very familiar with because I lived in Reno also um i also worked at circus circus which was owned by mgm there as well i don't think it's owned oh by God. um mgm but um i actually started my career in reno in 2002 in the radio so um i've lived there a couple times and uh, the last time i was there i had a, a a different not that the interview is supposed to be about me but i kind of had this big betting business that was i was one of the first uh People to ever uh, do a sports investment business in the state of Nevada after they legalize it. But I wanted to talk to you about Reno. So are, are you actually in Reno or Las Vegas now?
1: I'm in Vegas now. Okay, I've, you're in I've Vegas. Been back here for about
0: a year. Oh, okay. Well, then we won't. Break. I, I thought I misunderstood you. I thought you were in Reno because I was. I was thinking. Well, if you're in Reno, I know places there that we could talk about. So, what other things would you like listeners or, or anybody out there to know about you?
1: engineer so if, if anybody is interested in having their music mixed or, or mastered i am available to do that remotely so it doesn't matter where they are in the world they can listen to my music or anything else that's affiliated with my music and uh they can reach out to me if they like the quality and they want their music to sound at that level of quality, I'm I'm able to work remotely. That, so uh, that's one thing that that I've really kind of been focusing on lately. Um, aside from that, I mean, I am interested in doing uh, some kind of like voice acting or audiobook work or voiceover work. Uh, I think I have a pretty distinct, solid voice, so I'm, I'm looking to get into that kind of world. If, if anybody is interested, they they can reach out to me. Either find me on Facebook Zeke Kennedy or Zeke sitting everywhere
0: else. And you guys can also contact me through uh, com if you want to get a hold of, of Zeke there, and I can get a hold of him. Um, I don't give out any personal information or phone numbers from people I interview, just so you guys know. Um, so if you guys can go through my website mthompsic, and then I would relay the message to him and give him the information. Um, just so you know that as well, Zeke. We don't. As a journalist and media producer and everything, I don't provide any information to anybody. Um, gotcha. So, um... Anyway, so, you know, I'm trying to think... You know, we've got a few more minutes here on the podcast. What else can we come up with here, Zeke? we got we got to get you going. I know, um, get you out there in the world, let people listen to you, doing some rap there, and, uh, yeah. you know, doing that Outlaw song. That was great. So... Um, just tell me a little bit, let's, let's extend a little bit more. Like, like, let's talk about the future. What's, what's your dreams and hopes for your future?
1: Well, I'm really focusing on uh, working as, as a producer. So I, I do want to work with more up-and-coming artists, younger artists. And I do want to work uh, basically on the production end as far as making beats more for other artists. And then maybe I'll kind of feature them, put put them under my label and under me, and, and try and uh, build them up. Uh, so, so that's kind of my my next major step. And as I, I mentioned, I, I have a lot of uh, clean music and, and spiritual music, so I do want to create like festivals. Uh, Specifically here in Las Vegas, that's one of my main goals is is to start with outdoor events here um, and basically just have it be something, you know, similar to to like a Renaissance Fair type of vibe, like outdoor like that, where there's beer, but, you know, nothing heavy duty and uh, there's still families and fun and entertainment. Of course, it, it won't have the... The Renaissance theme, it'll it'll have a different type of theme, but just outdoors like that with uh, the basically the tents and the vendors and things of that
0: nature. Yeah, I do know Las Vegas is a really good place to do that because I know there's a lot of music festivals that, and they just built the uh, Raider Stadium there as well. And uh, there, I know that um, at least when I was there in Las. Now it's been a long time since I've been in Las Vegas, but. Um I do know um I forgot where it was at. There were there was some other smaller venues like uh around the, like the MGM and and um, like cuz MGM also owns Excalibur and the Luxor there. Um so some of those casinos um and I know there's a big music festival they do like I think on the military base there. Um I believe oh. Um, so yeah, that would be, I, I would be, you know, if you get that set up, I'd be interested in helping you do that because I like doing, um, my wife and I used to do events and promotions in, in uh, Reno as well. Oh, nice. So uh, maybe future down the road. Uh, let me ask you another question about your, your, your music now. I know you're, primary, you're primarily into rap, correct? Yeah. So is there is there, do you also like other kinds of music like, you know, country or uh rock and roll heavy metal punk or anything else hip-hop uh
1: yeah i mean uh definitely i i love uh, eclectic artists you know so like the gorillas uh, is one of my favorite bands um, i also you know uh, all of like, the rock-rap rap kind of bands, the, the new metal that, that was out for a while, I, I was really into that, you know, Papa Roach and Linkin Park. Uh, I, I've always kind of liked the idea of creating hybrid types of music. So I, I guess that's where, for me, it's it's manifesting in this way of of doing kind of like an Indian-influenced hip-hop with mantras and stuff. Uh, so that that's, you know, really the the next goal for, for me. But um, if I could, you know, confuse any kind of like drum and bass, like jungle from, uh, you know, like the EDM world or have like a live drummer performing with me and, and include like rock elements or even have like a live guitarist, I, I would love that kind of stuff. I, I actually hosted a metal show here in Vegas, it was at a venue called The Box. Uh, They don't have it anymore, you can close down. But, uh, it was really cool, and I did a few of of, my, you know, hip-hop rap songs, kind of, throughout the show, and the guys there and the the fan base, they actually really enjoyed it and and appreciated it, because I have kind of, like, a metal attitude, in in a way. I, I actually have, like, a mohawk right now so i'm i'm a fan of, of music in, in general and, and uh kind of like a punk aesthetic so i i definitely you know am, am very open
0: yeah i think it'd be really cool a lot of people don't know this about me but i'm actually native american from the rosebud sioux tribe in south dakota and one of the things that i really love uh about uh my tribe is is the drums and I I, I was going to mention to you, you know, that something you might want to think about is if you could find, like, um, I just love those deep, dark bass drums, you know? And, like, yeah. especially the songs and stuff like that, I could see, like, something like a, a kind of a Native American, like, drumming, like, with your type of music and your type of vibe and stuff. I bet yeah. you that would, I bet you that would just go so well together. That that would be incredible. That, that's uh, right up my alley for sure. Yeah, it sounds really good. Well, uh, Zeke, we are almost at the end of our interview, so I'm going to give you the opportunity here in the closing moments uh, to tell people where they can contact you at, any websites that you want to give out, or any information you want to give out for people to contact you, uh, and any last closing words you want to say. Uh, Well, thank you so much for for having
1: me on the show. I'm, I'm very honored. Well, one thing that I did want to share is, you know, I've, I've been a Tupac fan for, for a long time, and Tupac actually had the word outlaw tattooed on his arm. So one of, one of my goals is, is to put outlaw down my leg, and kind of in on Notre him. Um, funny enough, I, I have the words sin city and saint tattooed on, on, on my arms. So that's why I can't put it there. But that's really how I see myself. Is that's a sensory thing. So I, I understand this uh, balance of living in a simple environment, but doing my best to, to be a, a more savvy kind of person. I may fall short of times, and that's why I even allow myself to do some dirty, crazy mm-hmm. sometimes. But uh, I, I uh, you know, really do appreciate the opportunity.
0: Well, let me tell you one thing, Zeke. I'm going to close with you, and I'm going to keep your information and keep in touch with you. But one thing about having an outlaw name, and I'll tell you guys something. I've been the outlaw, the outlaw Michael Thompson is actually patented to my company. Uh, that started as a radio name. But what's really funny about my name is that it has more to do with it doesn't really have to do with... Uh, you would have to go on my my website and read my bio. But uh, my outlaw name really has to more do with the past of my relatives and family. Because what's really funny... And you guys are going to totally laugh about this. But uh, I have a bunch of outlaws uh, in my past history. Including with my tribe and everything and the history of my tribe. Um, but my wife, on the other hand... Her relatives are directly, and we've already proven this directly related to the Pinkertons. So we've always, caught, um, in a, in a roundabout way, I'm related to the James Gang in in history. So we've always, since my wife and I have gotten married, we've always jokingly said the Pinkertons finally caught the James, but it had to be through marriage. But anyway, that's a short story on on the reason why I love the outlaw name. And plus on top of that, being an outlaw doesn't always really mean you have to be out there being a bad guy, robbing stuff like that. It just means you have yes. a different, different perspective on things. You may not do everything like everybody else. Like me, I, I am totally weird and, and wacko on how I do things, and people do not understand anything I do usually. And and I like it that way. So I I hope that if you uh with your uh tattoo there and the outlaw thing, I, I hope that's the way it is with you as well. Of course.
1: It, it's, it's just like a, a freedom, like a different kind of path that, that I walk. It, it doesn't mean I'm committing illegal a legal activity.
0: A lot of people take it that way, so I'm just warning you at the end of the interview. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get turned down for a lot of stuff just because of the name. Like I've always uh, originally... The my company was the outlaw sports entertainment and and over the years i, I kind of went away from calling stuff outlaw because i got so much feedback from it so i finally went to tom sick media and production company which is my last name and you know but i don't want to give up my persona i love my persona and it is who i am and and anyway we are close to the end of the show and i just really appreciate you coming on and you guys uh, come back and see who I will interview next on Interviews with the Outlaw Michael Tomsick And remember to become an outlaw because you are wanted.